Thanks for joining us today on Open the Word with Circle of Friends. I'm Missy. And I'm Beth. And I'm Lisa. And we are delighted to have you, listener. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us today. And I am excited to have uh, a full table of three of us. We've had four, five, so we are... We are well uh, well attended mm-hmm. at our table discussions, if that's what you want to call them. Mm-hmm. I call them more like, um, I always said we did kind of like a by-the-seat-of-the-pants Bible study, you know, on air when we did radio. We'd open the Word, we'd find a passage, and then we'd just run with it. But I think part of the reason that we are able to come to the table and do that is because we don't do that when we are in the word on our own, mm. you know? Well, and, and, and you bring a good point. When you come to the table, if you're already in the word, you're prepared. That's what flows. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, why my personal feeling is that that's why people like to listen to us because it's not scripted. We're not trying to teach a lesson. We are truly here. I'm truly here. And I'll just speak for myself, but I'm here because I want to learn more about the word. And I want to learn it from women who are in the word, who are living a life that is obviously uh, God focused. They're, they're walking with Jesus. They are godly women and they are wise because they're in the word. So I want to learn from that. And I I feel like that is the blessing for me to be here mm-hmm. is to learn from the people around the table. You know, I, I think as I grew up, um, the Bible was maybe an academic study for me. Um, I was supposed to know the Bible stories. I was supposed to memorize the address, what book, what chapter, what verse. I was a terrible student, by the way. <laughs> I, I was a terrible student of the Bible. I, and and oh, I look back on those years, and I think they were wasted. And then I remember that, no, no, God's word never comes back void. I just did not understand the practical application until later in life. I matured slowly. That must be it. Anyway, when I finally got past the academics of the word and instead came to that place of learning to know more about God through his word and then recognizing it was a book many, many years ago called I Am Not But I Know I Am by Louis Giglio recognizing the God story that he's written for all of us, Mm. right? In all of this, we look at the Bible and and we read those stories maybe as a young child and um, David and Goliath. Oh, David's the main character, right? Mm -mm. Wrong. Yeah. He's he's part of the story, but God is the main character. David, David is because God called him to that place. Jonah and the whale. Jonah's the main character? Mm-mm. Jonah, Jonah wouldn't have been in that whale except that God called him to Nineveh and he tried to run the other direction. And if that's true of Adam and Eve and <laughs> Noah and Abraham and Isaac, and, and if that's true of all those Bible stories from the Old Testament and then we fast forward to the New Testament, then you know what? It's true of today, too. So as I get into the Word to know God more, suddenly the application of who God was and is helps me see His hand over my story. I get to be a part of His story, which, if you take out that extra S, is history, right? If I just continue 
to look to him for, what is this, Lord? I didn't see it coming, but I'm going to trust that the story of my life was written before I took my very first breath, as the psalmist says. And so this doesn't take you by surprise. And, and so now I'm in a season of life where I don't want that just to be my understanding. I want to pass that along to the people at the table, the people who are listening, the people that I mentor to my kids and my grandkids, and I want them to pass that along to their kids and their grandkids. So it's taken on such a bigger, bigger perspective for me than than just the academic reading of the Bible, which I wasn't very good at. But I'm thankful to be at a table where there are other ladies who are in the Word because they want to know God more. They want to know him at a deeper, deeper level place. And they just want to, you just want to lean into him in every season of life. And so I appreciate that you let me come to this table with you. And now I'll, I'll stop talking. <laughs> Maybe. I, I no promises. <laughs> never, never, <laughs> never do that. Beth. Never, never do that. Oh, yeah. It is just. You know, it's, it's funny because, Lisa, you and I were talking um, before we started the podcast, and Beth, you were here for part of this conversation about seasons mm-hmm. of life. Our, our, what is our season? Mm-hmm. It, and that's constantly changing. I mean, we are all growing older huh, and, and maturing, um, and sometimes it's just where we're at in life in terms of what's going on in our life, circumstances, all those things. And so those those are in constant kind of flux and ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us don't like change, and yet that's the very thing we need to long for and ask for and pray for because we are all sinners. We know that. So if I am a sinner, I'm someone who needs to be changed, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I need to see my sin, confess it, and, and grow grow on from there mm-hmm. and move out of it. So uh, I, and I've known the Lord for a long time, and I look at my life and I think, man, you haven't come very far. Or I'll read in Scripture and I'll think, I know that to be true, and I've known that to be true for a long time, but why haven't I arrived there yet? Mm-hmm. Why is it still an issue for me? Like, be anxious for nothing, and I'm, I find myself kind of in a fret or worry. And I think, I, I know better than this. Why am I back in this situation? Mm-hmm. But because we're, we, we all battle the flesh. We, we battle the world. We battle Satan. We, we battle our own minds and what we believe to be true and is not true. Um, so we're in constant warfare, whether we recognize mm-hmm. it or not. Mm-hmm. Now, the battle, the battle is won. The end result is done. But it's these skirmishes that we still have that we, we forget we're in sometimes, I think. Mm-hmm. And we get um, not defeated, but we can get stalled out. You know what I mean? We can get mm-hmm. uh, stuck, maybe. Yeah, I'm reading uh, a book right now. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, it was called The Uncommon Woman by Susie Larson. Mm-hmm. And she talks about um, the fact that it, we are in Christ, right? Baptized uh, in Christ. By faith, uh, we our sa- salvation is secure, right? However, we go back to that passage where, where Jesus, before the journey to the cross, he washed his disciples' feet. She does a beautiful job of unpacking 
why that was necessary. Now, that was back in, in a different era. We're not walking on dusty streets in sandals anymore. However, the story that that goes with it is very applicable to us today. Okay, they were all still his disciples, but their feet were dirty, and they, they needed their feet washed. And she said, we are in Christ. You know, we are, our salvation is secure. But the fact remains that the places we go, the thoughts we have, the conversations, the choices we make, our feet are dirty. Mm-hmm. And we need, we need to have our feet washed um, at, at the end of each day, in the midst of each day, just, just as a reminder of, Lord, I'm yours. Why do I keep walking on these dusty <laughs> roads? Well, because we're journeying through yeah. the valley of the shadow of death, right? There, there's dust, there's dirt, there's muck and mire out there. And it is, it's, it's a constant part of our journey. However, the provision that has been made for us through the wonderful grace of Jesus, is a gift that is offered to all of us. Um, and the reality of we haven't arrived yet. You're right, Missy. We haven't arrived yet. We haven't arrived yet. <laughs> We're still walking this path here on this earth. And I think it's why the apostle um, um, Paul says um, that he he strives toward the goal, right? He's still, he's still leaning towards the goal. And He's not there yet, and he may stumble and fall, but he'll get back up and he'll keep running. Mm. And so, yeah, we're not where we want to be. No, because we're still here on this earth. Yeah. But God's grace continues to cleanse us and fuel us and give us the strength and reminds us, uh, that's anxiety. C- come on, sweet daughter. You know how you are supposed to respond to those anxious thoughts in prayer and petition with thanksgiving yes enter my gates with thanksgiving and enter my courts with praise you you know keep moving forward keep moving forward and so are you trying are you trying to tell me this is where discipline comes in Beth? oh, oh I, wait a minute is <laughs> does, does the bible use that verse <laughs> I don't know, Missy. Remind me of what the oh, word might say about, about For no discipline. discipline is pleasant at first, but painful. Mm-hmm. But in the end. In the end. In the end. And those are the three words that we have to remind ourselves, I think, daily. In the end. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to end up? In the end. You know, we have to look beyond today, this world. We have to look from the temporal, the temporary, to the eternal and keep our eyes fixed on that because otherwise we do get stuck. Isn't it fun that God created um, the growing season just for our visual benefit mm. to see? Oh, we just went through that growing slow study with Jennifer Dukes-Lee. Ah. We, did, we did one of our um, women's events on that and then we just did a book study on that and and it is you see just those different seasons and there's a purpose in every one of the seasons Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i don't know i always say i do like the change of seasons in ohio i know some people don't like the change in season but i do feel like other than that you seem very normal like we do (laughs) (laughs) i love the change of seasons too. like we do have that anticipation into the next season Mm -hmm. and it's true and there are things if you look around god shows you like just in general revelation where he is like Mm -hmm. around you and in all of that um but I think it's really hard, and I just had this conversation with one of the ladies in my small group. Actually, she did go through growing slow with us, mm-hmm. but she had called me this this morning 
because she's struggling with a relationship like with one of her children and it's really it's almost like really consuming her mm-hmm. and you know we've kept you know you just keep your eyes on him keep your eyes on him not on this problem not on the situation you know just work on your relationship with him and so that's kind of we've been trying to encourage her through that and a situation arose last week and in the middle of that she was like I'm done like I'm just done and not necessarily done in a good way at this point it was like I'm just done and like other people are chiming in I'm kind of sitting there for a minute and I'm like let's talk about that for a minute because you're not really done she's like I'm not worrying about this I'm like you are gonna worry <laughs> like <laughs> you're not really done this is gonna hurt you you're, it's yeah. this is what's gonna happen and so she had taken some time and then had reached out again and got a very positive response back from them and so this morning she calls me she said why why do I do that why I knew like I've been listening and I've been trying to do these things and I've been studying the word and I'm Mm -hmm. trying so hard to like just keep focused on him and so then why did I allow like that to happen where I'm saying I'm done she's like that's my son why would I ever just say I'm done Mm -hmm. and I and I told her I said well you know because you're learning and you're, you're, you're learning his word and you're trying to focus on him. I said, but what typically is going to happen is you're going to get this opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a training opportunity. I love that. Yeah. Like you're just exactly. going to, like he's going to put you in that battlefield and say, okay, like you're, you're hearing me and you know, I'm talking to you. Let's so he, see, let's see how well you do. Yeah. And it's in your, you try and what happens? We stumble, we fall, we get bruised. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I should have done that. But you know what? Next time you're going to think, oh, wait a minute. The last time I did this and this is what happened Mm -hmm. and it didn't work out so good. Like, so it is that training thing and being aware, like what season you're in, because that's the other thing. Sometimes we don't realize what season we're in to know how to handle that season. You think about that, the the sporting arena, they have practices. They Mm -hmm. practice. This is going to happen. This is what you do. This is how to respond. The military, they have their maneuvers, their training maneuvers, life that's we're we're practicing mm-hmm. to come to that place of being able to respond with a biblical respond response because we are followers of Christ and Christ in me says that I don't get to operate the way the world operates anymore. I can't just throw grenades and run. Exactly. I have to respond according to what the word tells me not according to what the world tells me. So these are, these are our, our I don't know, pra- daily practice mm-hmm. runs because mm-hmm. there is going to be a contest, uh, a battle, a, a time when uh, it's not practice anymore. It's go time. And we need to know, we need to know how to respond according to the word of God. And mm-hmm. that's why you do what you do, Lisa, and I love it. <laughs> you're you're equipping her with the tools to journey through life. It's and I think discipline. it's because I've walked out that same situation. Right. Like mm-hmm. how many times have we all done that where we're like, oh, uh, each and every and, one and of And we us. always like, we're, and we're building this confidence like, okay, I know how to do it. Let's to talk do to this. Peter. I and mean, then God's like, well, let me see how yeah, long you know how to do yeah. this. Let's exactly. talk to Peter and see. How, how'd you do, yeah. Peter? You, you know, even think back through it all. Moses, um, he, he struck the rock. Yeah. And instead of just, yeah, trusting God for that water. It, they've all been there. Look at the life of David. Mm-hmm. God still used him. And God's still using us. So I love that you're walking alongside women and reminding them. Yep. God 
is not finished with us. And which is definitely another big thing for being in a circle of women and being able to do that. Because when you try to do that on your own, mm-hmm. like that's what happens. Like Satan gets all up yep. in your head Defeat, and you start in mm-hmm. despair, mm-hmm. discouragement. But fortunately, she's been very like, and that's the other thing. She's been vulnerable. I mean, mm-hmm. I've watched her pour her heart out and share. And she's admitted when she's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she called me first thing this morning to say, you were right. I should, I should have said that. That, mm-hmm. that was not right. Owning our part. You know, so that's, and that's where it has to be. You have to be vulnerable and you have to own it. And then you can change it. You can do something about it. And, and it's so biblical. Mm-hmm. I mean, the word of God says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And yep. make God out to be a liar. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful, he's just. He forgives our sins and he cleanses us, washes our feet and whatever, sometimes our mouths, <laughs> <laughs> from all unrighteousness. Yes. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, Missy, you have your Bible on. You know, as you were talking about that, it just reminded me of these verses in Galatians that um, recently I, I heard from the pulpit. Um, it's verse 16, chapter 5. So I say, live by the Spirit, Mm. and you will not gratify the Mm. desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other, so that you do not do what you want. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reminds me of Romans 7, you know, Paul's uh, whole diatribe of, you know, what I want to do, I don't do, and what I don't want to do, I do do, and all you know, that, that struggle, the spirit and the flesh, and, and on into Romans 8, all of that. This is a constant with us, but it goes back to that discipline thing because it's training, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about discipline, and we often get, we've talked about this over the years, we often get the wrong handle on that because discipline sounds like punishment. But it's not punishment. It's and we've, not. we've talked about that verse before and what that really meant. It was, it was a tutor and a, and a student. And, and the discipline that they were talking about was the training that was happening to teach them he and prepare them. He disciplines those he loves. loves. He teaches yes. those he loves. Yeah. And yeah. We, we need that, mm-hmm. obviously, because all of us are bent our own way. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're all sinners. We're, we're all we all want to do what we want to do. And sometimes if we're not focused on walking with the spirit, if we're not walking with the spirit, then we're walking in the flesh. If we're mm-hmm. walking in the flesh, we can pretty much guarantee that we're going to, you know, we're going to end up sinning somehow mm-hmm. one way or another mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. our flesh is contrary to the spirit. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. It just, they just do not mesh. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a supernatural, first of all, transformation from God when you confess your sin to him and and you look to Jesus to take the your deserved punishment so the the transformation and the transaction that takes place mm-hmm. where we give him our sin and he gives us our righteousness oh. that is so incredible that he does that so so yes now Romans there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus there's no condemnation but there is still a battle going mm-hmm. on for the outward uh, fruit, so to spe- mm-hmm. say. I mean, this Galatians 5 goes on to talk about the fruit of the Spirit. It talks about the fruit of the flesh as right. well and what those things are. So when we look at that and we can see ourselves and the fruit of the flesh, then we know, oh, in that instance, at least, I wasn't walking with the Spirit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was not exhibiting joy, peace, patience, kindness, all those things, self-control, but it's a con- it's a constant battle, I want to say, and it's also we constantly need the discipline and the training. 
because mm-hmm. we're we aren't there yet, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get there yet. We will not be perfected until we get to heaven. Mm-hmm. And I love that Paul finishes out his letter to the Church of Galatia with with chapter 6, as we know it. Mm. You know, he he didn't write these letters in chapters and verses, right? He he wrote a letter, Mm -hmm. but thankfully um, someone has broken it down into (laughs) chapters and verses so we can go... Find, find those words that speak to our hearts so much. So Galatians 6, 9 is one of the early ones for me. Because some of this is very hard to read because we see ourselves too much in those verses uh, from Galatians 5, 16 through 24, uh, or I'm sorry, through 21. And then we beat ourselves up in, in verse 22 through 24 because it's like, Lord, I, I, I want to walk in the Spirit. I want, I want to be known for your fruit, for love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and, and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. But, but I find myself back in that place of anger and, and dissensions and divisions. And, oh, Lord, oh. And then Paul says, keep reading. Don't grow <laughs> weary in doing what is right and good. For in due season we will reap. If we do not give up. And it's the not giving up. Galatians 6 9 is such a beautiful reminder to get back up. You know, we do get knocked down. Get back up and keep moving forward. I I love Paul's letters to the churches, and I think they're so applicable to the church today. And that's us, folks. We are the church. It's not a building, it's each and every one of us. Don't give up. Don't give up. The harvest is coming. It's going to be God's harvest. Just don't give up. Hmm. It is, you know, as we talk about seasons, and Beth, you and I are really... In a different season really than Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. really seasoned. As Spicy. I, I look oh. at you and see your white hair, and I go, oh, yeah, I'm, I got white hair, too. I <laughs> try to avoid the mirror to see that all the time. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's shocking. But the, 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 thing, the thing is, is that we, we've seen this, over and over and over and over again in our walk with the Lord where we have fallen mm-hmm. or we've struggled or we've been in the depths. and when Or we feel like someone has knocked us over. Yes, absolutely. And there has to be a response that comes. May not even be our sin that knocks us. Maybe somebody mm-hmm. else's, someone that, something that has happened to us. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of it, in the midst, it's, it's hard because you're in it. You're mm-hmm. in it. But the more you train yourself with the discipline that none of us love, the the more you're prepared for when that happens to respond in the right way. And I think the older I get, the um, the more I remember and kind of go through and remind myself, yeah, we, but I, I've been through this other thing before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, this is upsetting me. This is concerning me. But, oh, I might. Maybe I'll just wait and see what happens. Because you never know how God might work through this. Or he might, you know, change me or change them or any of those things. And, and so I think a lot of it is about our focus. And when we're in it, it's hard to keep the right focus. But if we can train ourselves... Um, I think of even some of the seasons, Lisa, you and I were talking about our kids seasons of life, where they're at and what they're, and they're, they're going through things. I mean, I see my kids struggle through things that are similar to what I struggled Mm -hmm. through at that season of my life. Um, you know, house full of kids and, you know, all uh, just, I mean, all these things that seem 
almost tangible to me to reach out and go, oh yeah, I remember that. But when you're in it, it's hard to remember that this is a season and this is a season I'm in, especially if you don't want to be in that season. So focusing, keeping your focus in the right place and embracing the season you're in, Mm -hmm. to me, are the things that I tell myself now. And it's what I would tell my younger self is, Missy, remember where your eyes need to be. Mm-hmm. We walk by faith, not by sight. So what you're seeing, you have to let go of, and you have to trust and look to the eternal, not the temporary. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, to to allow God to do whatever work he's going to do. Because the waiting and seeing was always hard for me. <laughs> I want to know now, like, how's this going to turn out? And what if, you know, as I get older, sometimes I think I, I'm less patient, but in other ways, I think I'm more patient. Does that make sense to you, Beth? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're mm-hmm. kind of in the same I think maybe season. we've learned to trust him more, like, in those seasons, because they're really hard. And when you go back and you can remember them, then it's not necessarily, like, it's it's just, I can trust because God did this, God did this. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he do this to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think as you, as I age, let me just talk about me because I'm not going to, I shouldn't try to generalize other people's experience. As I age, I, and I look backward, I see those hard places, Beth, that you love to talk about, that fertilizer (laughs) that you never wanted and it stinks and you don't want to be there. I've seen what God has done through that, Mm -hmm. like how he has taken that hard place, that tough place, that difficult place and and brought good from it and so that's what I remind myself that he is a good good father and what he wants for me is good it may not feel good getting there um just like and we've talked about it exercise or self-control in any area of your life finances or you name it food food any of it friendships any of it it Mm -hmm. is difficult why because we're denying our flesh we're denying ourselves we're setting aside what we want and we're, we're not being selfish. You know, that's mm-hmm. the whole idea is that you set aside self and you look to others and you mm-hmm. look um, to follow the Lord in his, his absolute love for others. That's not a natural thing for mm-hmm. any of us. Our natural thing is, well, what about me? <laughs> you know, what about my life? What about... Uh, so, um, and I, I just keep coming back to this discipline thing. If we can embrace that, and allow God to do the teaching in our life that we need, then it's just there as a natural consequence, almost a habit. Mm-hmm. And I think when you form or a harvest or a harvest mm-hmm. or a harvest, you allow God to do the work and trust that he is doing a work, regardless of whether you can see it or mm-hmm. not, uh, then it gets exciting because mm-hmm. you, you know, you're not looking at the circumstance, you're focusing on the eternal, you're focusing on the end result, you're focusing on what God wants to do in your life. I think that one of the lessons I've learned in the passing of the seasons, because I can be a real lamenter, I I really like, you know, (laughs) where I'm at. And just in that place of saying, okay, so this season is ending, there's a new one beginning. This is what I was thankful for in this season. But wow, look at the beauty of this season. And it, it's, once again, it's that focus mm. and remembering that God is the God of each season. Recently, I was at a seminar where they talked about the seasons more as a, um, like a football game 
Does football have quarters? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, whatever sport has quarters. Basketball, depending on which level you're playing at. Mm-hmm. Um, but take those four seasons or four quarters, and the first quarter, you're being parented, right? Someone is teaching you. Someone is teaching you the disciplines, correct? We learn so much in that first quarter, whether we want to or not. Hopefully, we will apply it as we move into the second quarter where we are entering adulthood. Uh, for, for many, that means marriage and having children of our own. For others, it, it means diving into uh, work-related, you know, all of that, leading in a, in a different venue. Whatever it is, you are entering adulthood as a new young adult. It's the second season. The third season is when you are in process of launching the generation behind you, whether that's your children or, you know, you're seasoned at work a little more. Perhaps you've been mentoring someone and it's ready for them to move into a new role. But that third season is is a launching role. And as Missy and I can see, uh, we're kind of in, you know, end of third, beginning of fourth, maybe further into the fourth <laughs> than we want to recognize. But it's a whole different um circle of influence because we now have not only you know been parented parented launched our kids into adulthood but there's this little thing called grandbabies and we get to pour into them and that's really the cycle that god has for each and every one of us learn remember grow older teach the younger Mm. but keep your eyes on me because I'm doing something amazing. I'm going to end our time together with Galatians 6, and I'll take us from 6 through 9 again. Let the one who has taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows in whatever season they're in. That will he also reap. The one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And there's our verse 9. And I want to leave everyone with this beautiful verse today. And let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. But don't take our word for it, folks. Open the word. Turn to Galatians. Read it. And allow God to, to just plant those seeds of truth deep deep into your heart. The harvest is going to be amazing. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or Send us an email to open the word podcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit. Everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from modern farmhouse to transitional design. Then meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew 
at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed. <laughs>